Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Professor Sildan Charlebois. Sildan, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, glad you could join us. Talk to us, please, about the uh, the impact, uh, first of all, that Ukraine has on the global agri-food sector in good times. It's, uh, it's a powerhouse. Uh, it, there's no other way to put it. Uh, there's lots of crops being, uh, being grown there, uh, especially wheat and corn, 25% uh, of all exports. Uh, around the world actually will come from that region. And, uh, and secondly, uh, fertilizers are a big deal there. And uh, farmers need fertilizers to grow more crops to increase yield, especially when, when uh, crop prices are actually high as they are now. Uh, farmers will, will, will be motivated to use fertilizers. But the problem, uh, Roy, is that fertilizers are unbelievably expensive which may actually have an impact on productivity this year in Canada and elsewhere. Yeah, so the Ukraine crisis, as it is, is going to drive food prices upward. I, I think, we, first of all, we've seen that with the supply chain and this situation currently between uh, Ukraine and Russia and Ukraine being laid to waste is only going to make things worse. And exporting is going to become ex- uh, increasingly difficult, as you pointed out in your op-ed, because most of the food products are sent out by ship, and the ports are not operational. That's right. The Black Sea is a big uh, is a big logistical point in that region, and it's being blocked right now. Ninety percent of what Ukraine and Belarus uh, will grow uh, will actually have to come through that port. So that's been a problem. Uh, so in terms of, of of Canada and how we're going to be impacted by this. Uh, I think early on, oil is going to be the story. Uh, I think everyone is noticing higher uh, prices at the gas pump. Well, guess what? Uh, Transportation companies will charge more to move products around on land. And uh, as we both talked about uh, over the last several weeks with the trucking convoy, uh, the food economy in North America is, is a trucking economy. I mean, it's going to cost more to move things around. Now, after that, in Munza, if this conflict continues, we are expecting grain-based products to be impacted, say, within the next three to five months. And then after that, it will be animal protein. So meat counters, products, followed by dairy, unfortunately, over the next 12 months. It really depends on two things. Um, how long will this conflict last? And two, how China will react? Because China is a big part of this also they do produce uh, the country does produce a lot of commodities as well and can influence prices around the world so uh putin could be working with Xi, russia with china to at least somewhat control global food supply chains which again in the minute we have left uh sylvain uh, points out what you also point out in the op-ed and that is putin didn't choose this time to invade ukraine by accident this is Probably the scariest part of all, Roy, uh, when, you, when you look at Russia, I mean, Russia's intent, I think, is to increase its influence around the world. And there's no, 
there's no better way to do it than to try to control uh, agri-food growing conditions uh, and prices and market conditions around the world. And uh, But it, it also recognizes, uh, I would say President Putin would recognize that he can't do it without China. And that's why China is very much probably an ally to Russia, at least economically, not diplomatically, but economically, certainly an influence. So one quick question here. Canada's capability to supply domestic needs. Can we do it? Uh, well, I mean, farmers in Canada will grow for the world market. It doesn't grow necessarily for us. The, the thing about uh, grains uh, is that if a bushel of wheat costs more in Ukraine, it will cost more here. Right now, let's say you look at wheat, Wheat is probably at 1030 uh, U.S. a bushel right now. Well, a bushel in Canada will probably be priced the same. So process okay. food influence and consumers as well. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 